guys, it's just uh, just over a week away. It's almost time for our Nicolas Cage Spectacular live at Bumper Shoot. It's September 1st at one fifteen at the Vera Project in Seattle, Washington. If you can possibly make it out, we're going to be talking about Wicker Man and Ghost Rider and City of Angels. So if you can do that, come out and see it. If not, uh, we'll still put the show up after it's done. We'll record it and send it up on the web. Also, if you could take a second, go to facebook.com slash read and weep and, uh, and vote for your favorite Nick Cage moment. Post any clips you have about Nick Cage, your favorite things, thoughts, uh, acting moments, brilliant clips, all of it. We're going to be talking about him all week on the Facebook page. But if you can make it out in Seattle, please come do it. Come say hi. It's going to be a great time. Now, enjoy this episode. Oh, but it's, I, I like to, you know, the comfort. It's like okay. freshness. You know, you can never have too much. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right. We're good. I mean, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about what my maximum freshness would I be. I know. I was just, I was doing the exact there same thing. There isn't a max. You could, I mean, no. Then you just get. What? Too fresh? Too fresh. Fre- yeah, fresh you can, to get, death? You can, you can, you can get too <laughs> fresh. You could get, get fresh to death? That would be, that would be awful. <laughs> what a horrible way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Another Guido down. <laughs> good evening, meet suits, meet dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 156. We have now done as many episodes as the number of gongs a clock will make in a 24 hour period. <gasps> That's a lot of gongs. Speaking of things that are very predictable, this week we're talking about Wings, the 2009 young adult novel by April and Pike. You can read along with us by going to audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. And if you go to that address, sign up for a free trial, you can get this book or any one of their 100,000 titles totally free. And more importantly, you support our show. Free stuff is good. Supporting me is better. So do that right now. If you haven't yet, we would really appreciate it. This episode was sponsored today, though by Ellen, who says, quote, It's interesting, and I mean that in a magical, sentient, vegetable kind of way. I didn't actually manage to finish the book. It's that bad. So I guess I'm relying on you to give me an idea of what I missed out on. <laughs> in my experience, that's a tricky distance. <laughs> what does that mean? Nothing. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I, fe- I feel like that's like... I guess that's part of us doing a community service. Oh, yeah. This is definitely yeah. our No, this, this is community service. Right On the other hand, what if the second half was amazing? Well, it would have been such an oops. It wasn't, though, so... <laughs> <laughs> Nicely picked, Ellen. If you want to force us to read anything <laughs> of your choice, anything under the sun, or watch anything, you can go to read-weep.com slash sponsor. Right now, we got a couple levels of episodes that you can purchase. And if you purchase an episode from us, you will get a free Space Shark t-shirt that's right. Uh, go to readdutch.com slash sponsor for a nominal fee. You pick any topic, the guests, the, top, the, the games you want us to play, and you get a free shirt. Do that right now. We really appreciate it. Let me introduce you to today's panel. I'm your host. My name is Alex Falcone. You should follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And here are some of my friends in San Francisco, California. It's Ezra Fox. Alex, you can tell I'm the love interest because I own a microscope. <laughs> oh, but it's only a one, one-on-one. It's only a love straight line at this point. Let's see what happens. He's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington. It's Chris Smith. I have a vague accent and live in the woods. I'm the other half of the triangle. <laughs> now it's completed. And making her debut on the program in our Portland studios, it's Jenny Krigler. Hello, everybody. So sometimes we have people say a line from the book, but I forgot to tell you that part. Ah, that's okay. I was going to say something about my blossom. <laughs> It, what about it? I don't. I don't have it. I didn't have anything planned. 
it's it's blossoming. It's blossoming. And and it's it's so rare for me to be in the room with somebody with a blossom. My hands are covered in flower semen. <laughs> if I touch your wrist, there'll be something later. I'm just gonna say, pollen is not exactly flower semen. Okay. <laughs> On a technicality, then, I'm not the grossest friend you've ever met. (laughs) Chris, you're our resident summarizer for your freakish recall and your dulcet tones. Today, I would like you to summarize in the style... Well, actually, I really like that. I was going to say in the style of a beautiful flower, but I like your vague Irish accent. Oh, God. So just in the style of a fairy, which could be plant-like or Irish-like, whichever you prefer. Laurel is a beautiful 15-year-old girl living in Northern California. Laurel is vegan and eats mostly canned peaches. Laurel has been homeschooled and is going to high school for the first time in a new town. What Laurel doesn't know is that she isn't human. Little does she know, she is instead of human, she is a fairy, which in this book are more like humanoid plants instead of people, with no blood or pulse or body heat. Her adopted human parents have recently moved away from their old house and land, complete with a gate to a magical fairyland, uh, and into a new town to run a bookstore in town. Uh, her parents are looking to sell their old property to pay for the new move in bookstore like sensible people, but selling the land would mean that the fairies would no longer have control of the fairy gate, and the fairy community is quite upset by this. Did you just say it was a sensible decision to buy a bookstore right now uh no well no it's a sensible decision to sell their land to pay for the massive Ah. debt incurred by the bookstore all right for sale massive land three bedroom two bath giant fairy gate yep equal to one small shitty little bookstore All right. So meanwhile, Laurel is trying is starting to realize that something strange is going on with her body. She starts to grow a lump on her back, and when it grows past pimple size and onto this might be cancer size, she is too embarrassed to bring it up with her parents. The lump grows into wings of a sort, which are more like large flower petals growing out of her back. She shows her new best friend slash crush David her flower, which has to be a euphemism for something, am I right? But uh, <laughs> Laurel goes back to her old house and meets with Tanami, a fairy who lives in the woods and protects the gateway from evil. He tells her... She is a fall fairy, not a human, as she had been slowly realizing. The second highest kind Which, of fairy. Uh, it also means she can't wear dark colors. That's right. Not dark colors, but <laughs> earth tones are great. Uh, and they're the second kind of uh, highest fairy behind winter fairies. Okay. And fall fairies make potions and elixirs with powerful effects. Uh, they have they to also stop have the most wo- useful buffet um, power ever, which is knowing what's good for you. Because <laughs> I'm guessing, Alex, you might need that one. I, I could definitely use a, some buffet magic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this fry, fried food is not going to help me photosynthesize. <laughs> and it won't. Did you say buffet magic? Yeah, it's buffet magic. <laughs> you know what's good for you and what's not. not yeah. uh, the cheese sauce is a little off. <laughs> also, all I've had to eat this week is Sprite. <laughs> Ooh, pun. Um, okay, so uh, Tanami tells her they have to stop Laurel's parents from selling the house to Barnes, this ugly realtor, because the land is a sacred, secret, special, fairy place. Okay, and Laurel convinces her mom to wait one week before selling, uh, buying Laurel one week. Uh, but Laurel's dad gets hella sick, suspiciously <laughs> sick, and is put in the hospital. Laurel's mom is convinced to sell b- to Barnes for a better offer for more money to cover the hospital bill. 
This is bad. So Laurel and David go back to her old hometown, get captured by Barnes and the henchmen. They try to drown the two, right? The, the henchmen do. But the, uh, David and Laurel escape by breathing into one another. She's a plant. He's a human. It's gross. Uh, Tanami <laughs> takes Laurel in and explains that Barnes and the baddies are trolls trying to take over the gateway to Avalon, the mystical, magical, fairy... Sparkle Land. Okay. Uh, then Tanami goes to kill the trolls. He's a super Sam Fisher badass and kills almost all of them, but except for Mr. Barnes, who runs away after wounding Tanami. Okay, he's taken back to Avalon to be healed. Laurel gets a healing potion for Dad and a big diamond for Mom to pay for putting their land in a trust to Laurel. And because no young adult book is complete without a mystical love triangle, at the end of the book, it is revealed that Tanami has been head over heels in love with Laurel the whole time and always has been. I mean, he was giving off signs. Except she doesn't remember because they knew each other when they were seven. Technically, she was older than seven. So she was ten. She was emotionally ten, so (laughs) it's totally fine. Yeah, mature for her age. (laughs) <laughs> this one-sided relationship turns her into leading him on, then Laurel convincing herself that she kind of loves him, in addition to kind of loving David, uh, Tanami and her kiss, and she goes off to home to her family. So what now, yeah. bitches? So, so what was gross about them kissing underwater? <sighs> the human mouth is a disgusting place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you put it against a lovely plant mouth. Yeah, together it's all right. I, that re- respirates oxygen. I should say, Chris, it's actually Tamani, uh, not oh, really? Konami. Yeah, yeah oh, really? I was thinking that of myself. Is it Tamari, like distilled soy sauce? K- Konami? It, yeah. Left, right, left, right, up, S- down, tsunami? start. Tsunami. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's what... Umami? mom was tsunami. Yeah, umami. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> I, was, I think I was calling him Tamimi the entire time. <laughs> oh, Tamimi! T- t- yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Tia and Tamara? Uh, <laughs> that was it. That was it. That fairy was his name. Fairy. It, his middle name is And. First name Tia, last name Tamara. All right. So uh, let's get into the uh, compliment sandwich. We like to start and end every episode with a compliment, which makes us sound like fair and legitimate criticism. Jenny, as yes. the as the guest today, you have the right to go first or last. In I'll the go opening. first. Go I'll for it. Go for it. Uh, I, I'm very similar to Ellen. Never have I gotten more done in the the last twenty pages trying to avoid reading the the, the end of this book. Oh, you were very productive. <laughs> I, I cleaned my toilet today. Wow! So, so, to stop reading the last twenty pages, procrastinating cleaning. It just, I was procrastinating. That's like, nice. I, I just need to I just need to Windex this window real fast. Guys, that'd be a great new like um, measurement system for the books of just like what's the thing that you did to avoid reading this? You know, like <sighs> I like did for, so much work. I mean, I, I think I like ironed things to avoid uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, so that's that's a pretty high bar for me. I just I ironed my penis to avoid finishing that. Just... I ironed my ears shut. <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad it was. All right, Chris, what's your uh, major compliment? Oh, my major compliment is um, that there's actually a totally good uh, taste reference movie drop, whatever you want to call it. Um, so Laurel and David. Um, Laurel's really sad because her dad's sick, and she says, let's watch Singing in the Rain to make herself feel better, yeah. and they do. I just watched that movie for the first time last night with my girlfriend, and we because loved it, it. Because it was mentioned here? No. No, I, be, way <laughs> before I even knew that, because uh, I finished the book today. Um, Whoa, Coincident City. That is yeah. a coincidence. And, Cause, you cause know Chris, what? Singing in the like, Rain is lovely. It really it is. is. It is, but you, you're, uh, you're a little late. I think it came out in the 50s? 40s? Yeah. 40s? Not even a first run anymore for you. (laughs) 
That's okay. Still it's classic. A, it's amazing that you saw a movie 50, 60, 70 years too late, and it just happened to be the day it was name-dropped name in the worst book ever. And only 12 hours uh, before I heard it name-dropped in this book. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. lucky. It could have spoiled it for you the other way around. You, like, just got yeah. it under the wire. That's right. Uh, that movie makes me want to do a backflip off a wall. I always wanted to learn how to do that because <sighs> of uh, that routine that is wonderful amazing. routine. Yeah. But, yeah. but don't all movies make you want to do that a little bit? You know, uh, Gandhi. Gandhi. Vin Diesel absolutely. has that effect. <laughs> totally, on I got done watching that and you know, I immediately wanted to do trampoline work. Yeah, my neighbors were like, "What is she doing?" <laughs> yeah, you know what makes me want to jump for joy? Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so my major compliment is uh, a compliment for changing my mind, for winning me over for something. Uh, and this is related to something that you mentioned in your summer, Chris. At first, I was pissed off at her for drinking Sprite instead of the clearly more logical for a plant lady, Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh. But then when she found out she wasn't just a freaky plant lady, she was actually a fairy, I was like, touche, April Lynn, or whatever your name is. That is a good <laughs> soda-based pun that you're using. Yeah. Plus, Mountain Dew is probably made of cancer. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I thought it made your balls shrink, not grow no, well, uncontrollably. Too far in either direction and it's problematic. I mean, it's the same color as the ooze from TMNT, so. <laughs> also, fun fact uh, for all of the people who love plants out there, if you want your flowers to last longer when you cut them, you pour in some Sprite. Really? And they really last work? longer. I've yeah. heard this about Christmas trees. Yeah, I don't what? know. I don't know yeah. Christmas trees, but I think anything you want to grow for a, or not grow, but yeah, to live longer. <laughs> yeah. I think a Christmas tree would drink Mountain Dew. That seems reasonable. What? Really extreme Christmas tree. <laughs> Christmas tree is living life on the edge. Absolutely. <laughs> well, he's not quite at a mountain. Or he's not quite at a Red Bull level. Oh, no, that's like a shrub. Yeah. <laughs> but when Santa comes, it's code red. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. No, Ez, your final, uh, your compliment. Um, You're the last one. Yeah. I mean, I think I guess I'm gonna have to go. This is my maybe new favorite. Uh, you know, piece of thing like media that we've consumed about trolls and vegetarians um barely Ooh, troll oh, yeah barely uh, topping out troll too so um, and how does it rank among books we've read about fairy fucking oh you know actually i'm gonna slightly put this above the last fairy fucking book as well because no because you know, it, no, it, it was sex positive right because she like had a positive stance of masturbation when she like had like a, a little like bump or whatever she like touched it and tingled and she was fine with that i i i, I caught that myself yeah yeah, yeah. um but, or she's zit positive i don't know well i just lump positive i don't know <laughs> um and and i thought that was fine and 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 you know the other fairy fucking book really creeped me out so <laughs> Hey, it's time for our uh, more natural segment. Today, we're going to be uh, photo hateizing and uh, <laughs> is that better or worse than hatosynthesizing? I, I, I like photo. I like your first photo one because it was really a stretch, but enjoyably so. All right, so uh, now it's just a hate segment. Anything you guys want to hate about uh, about wings in any order? Go ahead. Um, I, I I have never read a book with the word zit in it more. Uh, what about the comic strip Zits? 
doesn't count. It doesn't it's not really count. a book in the same way. I'm, I'm not, nope. Were you reading the anthologized like version of it, maybe? Oh, yeah. That would, I'm sure there is one. Yeah. Uh, how about Our Bodies Ourselves? And up, I think, no, I think if this one still wins. How about the Scrabble Dictionary? <laughs> it has it Zit, once, I zitting, think. Zitted, zitting, zitted, unzit. Zit it is not a Every verb, single. you twit. <laughs> it probably is, is the thing. Yeah. It's it's to poke a bump until it tingles. That's <sighs> and so gross. Some people will be poking for a very long time. Not all bumps tingle. I'm going to convert sunlight into a one-hand-in-my-pocket hate. Um, okay. David's mom is a pharmacist at the local pharmacy called The Medicine Store, which is either the worst name for a pharmacy ever or David's kind of slow in the head. Or the best um, name. You know what yeah, you get. Okay. <laughs> what about the mes- Medicine Shoppe? Like yeah. the British place. <laughs> you know what the Medicine, medicine Store shop? sounds like a head shop to me in my neighborhood. Uh, what about a head shoppe? Like a British one. <laughs> you, you just like it in the middle of a town, towny square. <laughs> um, exactly. Anyway, no. So David is like, hey, my mom's this pharmacist. And Laurel goes, how ironic. My mom is a master naturopath. It is an irony that both of your moms work in separate but equivalent fields. Wait, Chris, but isn't it ironic? <laughs> just a little. Don't, don't you think? Yeah. Don't you think? No. No, it's not. It's a it's, it, it is a coincidence. It means Thanksgiving will be fun if they ever get married. Yeah, when somebody's also like, means I feel w- sick, have a pill, and the other person's like, No, I've made a cream from ferns. Also, <laughs> <laughs> also, it means his mom is going to live much longer than hers. Well, yes. There's the I mean the 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 naturopath thing really does piss me off. But there was a part that was especially annoying where dad is like deathly ill. Like 104 degree fever at death's door, kind unconscious, of like yeah. just gnarly sick, and uh, and daughter's freaking out, and she goes, "Mom tried everything. She even tried peppermint oil on the humidifier. She tried everything, <laughs> except <too>. medicine, <laughs> except science. At some point, I don't, I can't believe peppermint on the humidifier is your extreme. Except maybe that it makes it so you can't return your humidifier for a full <laughs> refund. Those things are I also expensive." Noticed- that uh, her mom's supposed to be this master naturopath and a hippie, but she can't say the word period. <laughs> she, she goes, have you gotten your, you know. <laughs> no, because she believes that it's the, the work of the devil and can be cured by by uh, rubbing mushroom paste but, on yeah, it. Yeah, a little tea tree oil. I think yeah. you just combined like three different separate belief systems there, <laughs> Alex. But importantly, they were all belief systems I don't agree with. <laughs> <laughs> in my defense as we hemorrhage fans <laughs> i don't know listen guys if you believe in that uh goodbye if you believe <laughs> that the way to cure uh devil blood is by rubbing on mushroom paste we don't need you as a fan is that what you're saying that's what i'm saying we're also big among the skeptic community so i think we're uh we're, we're gaining more than we're losing here's the thing alex that's probably not a big contingent but we're not that popular that we can just sacrifice fans <laughs> no i think it's a one-to-one trade i think we for every naturopath we lose we lose uh, a doctor or we gain a doctor. <laughs> no, that would be a terrible system. Yeah. It's a one to one ratio. Right now, and we double lose blood and mushroom paste sounds like a pretty good penne. <laughs> <laughs> it would be very spicy. Uh, <laughs> other hates? Um, yeah. You know what? She sounds sticky. <laughs> I'm going to pass. I don't think she deserves a, a full love triangle because she oozes sap and she tastes like nectar. Eventually, that's going to be a little too uh, cloying for me. 
Well, she only oozes sap when she gets cut. Like, by that standard, people are sticky, too, when they're bleeding. And <clears throat> they're not for me, either. <laughs> people are not for you? That's a pass. Just people who are bleeding. <laughs> bleeding people. <laughs> Listen, honey, I will love you no matter what happens, unless you get a minor cut somewhere on your body, and then we are done. Well, no, but hold on a second, though, right? She bleeds sap. I'm guessing if she sweats or cries, that's sappy, too. Yeah, but that could be delicious maple syrup. <laughs> oh, no. We could mine that and sell it to the aliens, as. <laughs> Get them high as balls, as. Didn't you know that about aliens? Oh, man. That would have been great if there had been, like, in the alien book, like, there's some fairies also, just for no reason. <laughs> and they're, like, the moochers. Yeah. I don't know. Fa- fairies, might be, uh, fairies might be capitalists. Oh, yeah. Who knows? They do believe really strongly in they the have a title of their gate area. Yeah, yeah it's really important oh, to really document to them that humans they like trolls, own the land. Trolls like, have been trying to get this gate literally forever, and they never thought of asking a realtor to help them until now. Yeah. <laughs> trolls are very stupid and very ugly. That's how we know yeah. we don't but like I them. Just like, I like that they appreciate land law. They, do. <laughs> they really a lot of care. Legal scholars. Yeah. Well, the smartest troll ever, uh, you know, just finished his one L and is really into contract law. (laughs) (laughs) A troll with one L. That's just a troll. Yeah. It's a troll. (laughs) Very good. Stupid joke. Terrible. (laughs) I want to, I have a hate, uh, uh, on, on, on Chris, sort of. Uh, I think that mouth to mouth thing they did is super sexy. You think breathing into one another? It's super sexy. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually uh, kind of really? okay with it also. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I would like to enter into evidence that scene in Hook where the mermaids help him breathe underwater. Okay. You don't remember this? I it, remember it, actually. It was boiling hot. Was this during the food fight with imaginary food? Because that's the no. only scene I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sexy if it's underwater, but just sitting on a bed, well, they were, they breathing were playing, each other's air. They were playing doctor. Or botanist, I guess. That's not how you play doctor. (laughs) No, at the beginning, he was like, I'm examining you. I'm touching the wings that make you tingly. And then, oh, I have this experiment that requires our mouths to be together. Man, I thought that was sexy. Yeah. And then he saves your life by making out. How cool would that be as a pickup line that's like, listen, honey, we're drowning. And the only way to fix it is oral sex. Why are you picking up people while you're drowning? (laughs) (laughs) Because if you're already drowning and she's drowning, you at least have an opening line. (laughs) <laughs> hey, drown here often. <laughs> Aren't you a breath you? of fresh air? <laughs> hey, can I get you something to breathe? What's an oxygen factory like you doing in a drowning like this? <laughs> All right, uh, other hates? Uh, yeah, um, so I've got a big just role model hate. Is There's this bump on Laurel's back, and mm-hmm. it's getting bigger. Past mm-hmm. the point where she's like, this falls within normal human health. And mm-hmm. she's too embarrassed to share her major health concern with her parents. Like, well, that's because her mom is just going to say, uh, give it some essence of bark and let it well, sit there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> her mom is going to make her want to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you know what? This is not a good message for teens. Teens, if yeah. you feel a lump... Tell an adult. Tell somebody. I, I, I literally, I mean, that was my note was just, yes, of course you should tell your parents. Of course you should. Not That's be embarrassed true. and then show your best friend. Well, and I also think that if your, if your lump unfurls into some petals. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. don't just get a, a, a nice jaunty scarf. Yeah. And, then, and wrap it around you to keep the petals down. St- still do the scarf, but don't stop there. <laughs> 
before you go to see your mom, put it in a jaunty scarf. <laughs> mom would appreciate that. Mom hates major health issues that aren't properly accessorized. <laughs> thing. I think I think that she did a great job of going to her boyfriend though. I was like, this relationship will never work if you're hiding things like the plant growing out of your back. I, th- I think if I, if I had something growing on my back, no matter how beautiful it was, yeah. I think the last person I'd want to see it would be my boyfriend. I just I don't. What, I, what if it was? I, I, yeah. What if it was? You like, could never not see that again. Oh, Mona but Lisa. the thing here's the thing that we keep coming back to is that couples are gross. Yeah, that's a yeah. rule. I don't and. Think they can see what's on your back, and you would have to bend around in a weird way. And or so use, they, use a mirror. They're already Chris, use a mirror. Well, no, you'd have to use like two mirrors. Well. It's it's never yeah. And who has two mirrors in this day and age? I sure don't. <laughs> I mean, Not I with think, the taxes think, raised by those revenuers. <laughs> in our top, the top ten list of couple responsibility, like trust and communication, and let me know if there's something cancerous on my back. That's up there. Yeah. I don't know if it's number three exactly, but it's in the top five, I would say. That is a couple job. Yeah. Also, tick cleaning. You know? Tick cleaning? Yeah. Tick cleaning? Like, like, like the, the way the gorillas do it, what? you know? Like taking my tick off, give it a little bath, and then, <laughs> yes, back, and then you eat it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think that's important in our relationship, but maybe in yours. Your yeah. ticks are dirty or uneaten? I <laughs> or uneaten. <laughs> Love it. My ticks are my ticks are ninety percent uneaten. <laughs> so here's a weird thing. I I I don't like that she was vegan. I don't think that makes any sense. Like, shouldn't she not eat plants? Shouldn't she like, eat sunlight, oh, soil, yeah. and sunlight and water? I there are plants. Some plants uh, that eat small animals like flies or bugs and ants and things. But there are no plants that kill and eat other plants, to my knowledge. Uh, well, that's, that's not true. I said to my knowledge, so you can't okay. say yeah, there's some true. parasitic ones. Like I think, like ivy, for example, like can grow on other. Uh, like that does kill and eat academic buildings. <laughs> right up. Those ivory towers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess I can't. You're right. I cannot presuppose what you know or not know. It's like saying that's just how I feel. And I'm then, definitely right about the thing that I do not know. But <laughs> if you know of a plant that eat, kills and eats other plants, I'd be happy to hear about well, it. Well, I think plants are generally dicks, and that's, I think, what I wanted to convey. <laughs> I think she would be, like, among the plant community, it would be horrifying. You like that? Because, like, she, what if that begonia has a person growing out of its back during its when it's in heat, you know? Oh, that's ironic. <laughs> Don't you think? Is it? Is it ironic, Ezra? <laughs> I think yes. I think in that case, yes. A, a plant with a person growing out of its back Why? would How be ironic. How does a person growing out of its back, contrary to its original intention, of uh, well, uh, well, there are many different kinds of irony, and one of them, nope. I, I, yes, there are. Yes, there are. Dramatic. Do you read the, you read the oatmeal? Comedic. Yes. Grain based. <laughs> <laughs> but in all instances, uh, I, I think, I think it does. I think it does. I think our librarians will have to weigh in on this. Lacto ovo. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's one of them. This, this irony, irony eats just fish oil. <laughs>
All right, let's move on. Uh, so I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Mary Boffkill, vampires, fallen angels, and fairies. Uh, I'm... Man. I mean, it seems like obviously you want to boff fairies. Ugh. But... It's All that stickiness. Just, I don't know, man. I don't, yeah. I'm, it's I'm... syrup, Ezra. It's delicious. <laughs> How many syrup-based products have you had sex with? <laughs> Two? <laughs> that tree in the in the episode about the Celestine Prophecy. And Mrs. And Butterworth? And Jemima. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not Mrs. Butterworth, huh? No, I, she's, uh, she's not. Mrs. Butterworth's a little frumpy. I don't know. <laughs> Unless this seems like the sort of character that they would have revitalized in 2009, where they made a skinny version of her. Oh, I can't, or like, I can't picture Mrs. Butterworth. Or maybe like a see. street kind of punk version of Mrs. Butterworth. Yeah, yeah, she'd be she'd be CG and really adorable. Yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, she's yeah. Kinda, what I want is a Mrs. Butterworth who's also a hood rat. No, thank kinda, you. She's kind of cute. She's got personality. She yeah, does. she's probably yeah, she's, she's a great personality. She's got a great. All right, Mrs. now let's, let's she will tell you a story that will have you on the floor. No, are we looking at Aunt Jemima, like, back in the day, or Aunt Jemima now? What because about Betty Crocker? She's got, like, pearls and earrings on now. Oh, does she really? Yeah. She's she's a she's a foxy, foxy working lady. So, uh, okay. Yeah, great. Uh, let me see. <laughs> let me see. Yeah, look at that smile. Look at that smile! Ah, uh, she's... Oh, I didn't no, like look, her see, in this. No, look, see, there she is. Right there. She kind of has dead eyes. <laughs> I kind of like that. What about the Pillsbury Doughboy? She, but she, am I wrong though? She was she got a lot skinnier. Yeah, she got really years. she got she got really thin. She stopped eating her own products. <laughs> yeah, uh, she stopped getting high off her own supply. Yeah. That's anyway, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna stick with Aunt Jemima over Mrs. Butterworth. I'm taking it. Okay. So which one of those is a vampire? Yeah. No. So on. here's my here's my problem. I think obviously let's, let's return to our core question. <laughs> right. Right. This is so silly to compare Aunt Jemima and Mrs. Butterworth. Let's get back to eat, pray, love. Let's get back to Mary Boff kill vampires, angels, and fairies. That was a reasonable situation. (laughs) That was a reasonable place to be. Here's the thing. I think you obviously want to boff fairies, but my problem is I can't decide whether to kill vampires or fallen angels because it's sort of redundant either way. Because they've already died once? Yeah. One is undead and one is dead in heaven? I don't even know. Yeah. Has no afterlife. Um, I think you want to marry an angel of the two, right? I mean, because, like, the, the faithfulness goes a long way towards paying some dividends later. Fallen um, angel, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, no, because yeah, why fallen. would you want to marry a vampire? You know? Okay. Wait, well, wait. I mean, they, they'd sleep all day. You, you totally could do anything you wanted <laughs> during the, the day. day. It'd, be like, it'd, be like, it'd be like being married to someone with four tens. Like, they'd be gone a lot. With four tens? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I They'd be it. gone a lot, like but then during their hours. free time, would, yeah. when you're not around, they if, get to play a lot of Xbox. Exactly. You could I be like, honey, Xbox. I gotta go to sleep. I don't want to hear you nag me. Um, uh, I Yeah, I just think I think the fallen angel part is just, it, it makes them seem like a scoundrel, whereas vampires are, uh, they mate for life. Okay. I, I know where I'm going down. Um, I'm killing the vampires. I'm boffing the fallen angels because they probably know how to get down at least once. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> literally. I, I, I like the, um, you know, I like the magical healing fairy, uh, you know, it's like basically being married to travel agent, you know, because you have that gate access. So, 
see, I would, I want to kill a fairy because like the entire book, once I found out what she was, I wanted to like snap her in half. Because she's like just a, a plant? Like a pea pod. Like I just, I don't know. There's just. And then like, you plant the lower half of her and she grows into another person. I think it's like you know, the aloe plants, like the, she oozes oh, stuff. Yeah. I just wanted to like snap pieces off of her. Just be oh, like, see, another thing is, so maybe it, when she's oozing while she's sweating, maybe it's not maple syrup, but it's soothing it's aloe soothing for your aloe. Oh, sunburns. balm and stuff? It was a balm, yeah. 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 I, I could deal with wife sweat balm. I think that that could work. Actually, they called it sap at one point. Mm. Yeah. Which, oh, which also, when it hardens with a fly inside of it, you can use it to get its DNA in <laughs> a few million years. Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, just, then you just you just would clone an old fly because it had to yep. be mosquitoes. I mean, oh, you just you just got right. another fly. Oh, Jurassic Park <laughs> seems so much more reasonable now. <laughs> I kept thinking, why do these flies have dinosaur DNA? In them? <laughs> what? Did this fly eat a dinosaur? <laughs> Dinosaurs were much smaller than you thought. Much much smaller. Uh I, I like that idea. I don't know. I think killing a fairy also seems like it would be uh, it would be hard though, right? Like that no. guy got shot in both no, of his legs. No, it's like fruit flies. You just clap. Emotionally hard, <laughs> maybe. I don't think physically difficult. Yeah. I forgot that clapping brings them back to life. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, that maybe you set a trap. Oh man, you set a trap. My girlfriend and I just did this in our apartment. Um, where we set a trap with half apple cider vinegar and half water and a drop of uh, dish soap, so they fly into the that to-go works cup. really well. Yeah, they could fly into the to-go cup, but the dish soap breaks the surface tension, and, and they then just the fairies drown. die. And they yeah, die. so if you do that to a kiddie pool, and you <laughs> you could just get fairies by the bushel. <laughs> It just, it, no, it's kids. just Sprite, right? In the in the a kiddie pool full of Sprite. Yeah, half Sprite, half water, and just a drop of dish soap. Yeah. And then you'd have clean kids that are a little sticky. Or or Chris, half Sprite, half water, and a gun. <laughs> just a drop of gun. Drop of gun. <laughs> and a gun. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, how about uh, relatedly? You're in that love triangle. Then, yeah. do you? Uh, who do you take? Do you take the fairy uh, who's been in love with you for 20 years and watched you sleep, which, as we know, women love. Yeah. Uh, or do we take David, who has got a future in the sciences? Yeah. No brainer. The one who gives you giant diamonds. Yeah. No <laughs> that kidding. Was, and plus, that was apparently like security is important. To you. Was, I know. Well, go find the older guy. That was Jameson. The, I guess the alcohol King maker. Barry. What was his name? Like Jeremiah. Jameson. Frank? What was his Jameson? Jameson. Thank you. Yeah. You gotta remember, guys, we're in Northern California. I mean, like, the country of Northern California. <laughs> if David doesn't make it out to college, he's taking his microscope and gonna start shaving his head and selling meth. But he can go to UC schools on in-state tuition, man. He's gonna be brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Did you ever notice that, like, all the... We went studying, they were always in quotes... Oh no, yeah. I didn't. We listened to the audiobook. It was in quotes. Uh, yeah, you yeah. can't really hear like, quotes. Anytime they went, they went. To do the, she went over to the house to study, and it was always in quotes. And I was always like, and then they been like, then we went and took the text the next day. And they didn't actually make out, except for the one time when it was for science. Okay, you haven't mentioned what a horn dog she is. Like <laughs> she, like every time his lips got near hers, it was like heat, yeah, fire. Well, loins. Well, she, she <laughs> loins actually, everywhere. There are loins everywhere. And yet nowhere is the word erection meant. <laughs> right? Well, she Yeah, did. if you can have sap, or no, what was it? On his hands? Yeah, pollen. Yeah, pollen. Yeah, pollen, yeah. Yes. I just yeah. pollened all over my hands. Quotes. 
studying quotes pollen yeah yeah well i i think uh i think what happened was every time she got because she was not really Mm -hmm. she wasn't a a vegetarian plant she was a a venus david trap and so she (laughs) wanted she got excited whenever he got close to her but he never got close enough that she could just snap his whole body into her mouth and then slowly digest it with acid god he smelled like nitrates (laughs) (laughs) that's when i knew (laughs) uh so uh so Jenny obviously is going to go marry the old king for his money. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, nobody, nobody wants to go with David. I think David. I, I like his. I like his scienceness. I like his ingenuity. I like that if she ever has a, something growing on her, he can cut it off and look at it under a microscope and see if it's got square cell walls or not. Which yeah. seems to be his one biology trick. Yeah, I'll I'll go with David just because I feel like he's more of the Mike Newton of the bunch, and I still yeah I still want Mike Newton to get some. Uh. I think we all want Mike Newton. <laughs> Team Mike Newton. Yeah. So we sort of covered this already, uh, but uh, you're a fairy. You find out you're a fairy. Do you tell your parents? Now, we talked about the flower thing. You tell her about the weird growth. But once you're past that, you found out you're actually a fairy. Do you tell your parents or do you... Uh... You know, they seem like pretty permissive parents um, mm-hmm. that Laurel has. I think she was right to come out. Um, but <laughs> I wouldn't demand that every teenager come out. I was, you know. <laughs> I think if your parents are being lobotomized every time something happens to you, yeah. I mean, if you're a good kid, I mean, if you like, if you like your mom and dad, yeah, maybe you, you kind of clue them in a little bit. Well, the the problem was, so yeah, so the fairy, the other fairies would give the parents like a, a men in black flashy yeah, serum, say flashy thing them, flashy thing them every time they learned anything about her fairiness to keep them in the dark, and I would be concerned. Like, uh, like he was in Men in Black about some long term damage. Yeah, yeah. Like they the might do something silly, racing. like open up a bookstore and be homeopaths. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was all those concussions from the brain juice they were getting from the fairies. I think you don't tell them because any information will just cause more concussions and make them dumber. <laughs> a bookstore in 2012. Maybe that's why your mom couldn't say period because she forgot like halfway through. <laughs> she was just like, "Have you gotten your? Have you gotten your period?" Uh, uh, she like ends uh, all her. Co- uh, you know, you know, hon. What is it? Uh, what was it? What was mommy trying to say? <laughs> you know. Where's mommy's brain juice? <laughs> <laughs> she just ends all of her sentences in like exclamation marks and stuff. That's yeah. not great. You parents just don't understand. This ad was neither required nor approved by Amazon. Meanwhile, in the Read It and Weep emergency announcement room. Guys, guys, I just found out I'm actually a plant fairy. This changes everything. No fucking way. I'm a plant fairy too. This changes everything again. No, we're not doing this again. What do you mean, Alex? Are you just prejudiced against us being plant fairies? Let's not invite him to the fairy ball. No, it's you guys always take whatever we're reading and try to make it about us, about you, uh, just to get out of doing the ads. Oh, that's just... Remember atmospheric disturbances? Guys, I'm a simulacrum. Hey, me too. Hi, Tonka. Yars. Or Breaking Dawn. Guys, I'm Charlie's mustache. Me too. I'm stuck in a can of Rainier beer. Or Fifty Shades of Grey? Guys, I'm in an abusive relationship, and I need to take a shower. Uh. Huh. But this time we really are plant fairies. Photosynthesis! 
I thought this might happen. That's why I wanted uh, Jenny to come on the show. She's an actual plant fairy. Hi, guys. It's really no picnic being a plant fairy. Your feet are in a bucket of soil. Yes, they have to be. It limits shoe options. And you have a family of squirrels living on your collarbones. Yes, they are very territorial. And why aren't you eating your complimentary gallon of read it and wheat flavored ice cream? I'm sorry, but I can't eat ice cream. It will kill me. That's not exactly can't. Uh... It will kill me. Alex, we don't want to be plant fairies anymore. We were wrong to become plant fairies, but there were just so many great plant fairy products on read-weep.com slash Amazon. Plant fairy tiaras, plant fairy chow. Wait, you have plant fairy chow? And kibble. Amazon has the best kibble flavors, the lowest prices, and you can shop through read-weep.com slash Amazon and support your favorite podcast. This one. Uh, I actually like Trollcast at Trollcast.com. Huh, that's ironic. Well... Most of them aren't real trolls. Hey, Alex, you remember that Audible ad where you got turned into the Great Bear? Yeah. Whatever happened with that? Nothing. I'm still the Great Bear. Oh. Cool. Read-weep.com slash Amazon. Your one-stop site for all your plant, fairy, and Great Bear needs. Rawr. Meet me at the gates. Won't you meet me at the gates? Won't you meet me? At the gates to the garden. All right, that brings us to the second half of our compliment sandwich. So we're going to go in reverse order of the way we opened, which means, Ezra, you are up first. Okay. Um, crap. <laughs> <laughs> you are tapped. You're out of sap. Um, Did you say you're out of syrup? <laughs> I'm all out of syrup. <laughs> You got a go-go juice, honey boo-boo? Oh. Um, no, okay. This this book made me reconsider my life a little bit. Because... Uh How so? There's this line, uh, basically like, oh my god, I'm a plant fairy. This changes everything. (laughs) And I kind of thought, how would this apply to myself? You know, if I was a plant fairy tomorrow, like, what would that mean for me? And I realized, nothing. Yeah. Less, Less nachos? Slightly less nachos, but more, but really, more like, Sprite. If you look back over your Dew. life, <laughs> more Sprite. Yes, just just uh, IV drip of Sprite. I, I'm so. Are, is what you're saying? Uh, you like to live every day, like you're about to find out you're a plant fairy. <laughs> that's why I found out. I'm, I'm pretty much no regrets. Yeah, that's why I've been doing it, un, un, unbeknownst to me. <laughs> You'll notice that it really, when even though she said that changes everything, it didn't actually change anything for her. She continued to live her life exactly the same way. She didn't say like, "Oh, that changes everything. I'm going to quit school and stop talking to this boring science guy, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go swimming longer. I, I don't know, whatever it is you do. Oh yeah, you do. You would do that. But no, I yeah, guess I'm wondering. You can hold your breath longer. Yeah, guys, Alex, if you found out right now that you were actually a plant fairy, yeah, what, how would that affect your life? You know, like. Would that have changed anything you've done? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would, right? I think it would have to. It would, I mean, not everything. It would change like seven or eight things. <laughs> Go, <Wow>. name them. <laughs> sure hope your fiancé doesn't have allergies? Yeah, I mean, good news for us. Uh, she can't get pregnant She can't get me. pregnant. Yeah. Unless you do a ritual. Right. Oh, yeah. Unless <laughs> Stop. I mean, I'll just have to wash my hands before I touch her. I want to know what pollinating a blossom entails. I think just uh, yeah. You just stick it in, stick it in her stomach, or is it? Yeah. So, so she, it, it, yeah. It's his, it's his hands. 
have the pollen on them, and so he just has to finger bang her back flower. I think. Right? I think it's more of like a like a dusty on top, like the. Well, that's that. <laughs> so she lays on her stomach, and you just go, "Well, I'm done with this." <laughs> exactly. I'm going to use finger bang my back flower <laughs> for everything. Like I'm really, gonna become a grandma, and like some people little... could get confused. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I emphasis will help you most of the rest of the way. <laughs> Context, everyone will solve it. Uh, all right, so I, I, that makes me second, and actually, that's it's related. Uh, here's another compliment for changing my mind about something. Uh, when I was first reading this book, I was like, "Oh my god, there's so many red flags about this chick." David, run! She's a vegan. She doesn't believe in medicine. You're She's a vegetarian. Ha- Why do you have a thing at vegans? Because I do not want to be the least annoying eater in our relationship. That would be exhausting. <laughs> I'm, I'm already like I think I'm already too much of a pain in the ass when it comes to like dining out, and I have to, if I had to also worry about a vegan, it would never happen. Plus, this one doesn't believe in modern medicine, and she's half begonia. There are so <laughs> many red flags. But then later, it turned out there were actually all these great things that I hadn't noticed. Green flags, if you will. She's perfectly symmetrical. Mm. She never bleeds. And she can't get pregnant. That is super hot. Perfectly symmetrical means she can hide, hide in a mirror maze really, really well. <laughs> That's what I look for. That is a green flag for me. That Yeah, that sounds sexy. That's go time. <laughs> I, I'd finger bang her back flower at that point. <laughs> yeah, I think anyway, she she changed my mind. I think I would do a fairy. Cool. Specifically her, not one of those like Not, not Jeremiah, like, whatever his well, name is. <laughs> Tien Tamara. <laughs> not not the old Amish fairy. <laughs> no, not that fairy either. And not like Tinkerbell, because she's too small. She's really tiny. And even though she has some magical powers, like it just wouldn't work. Wait, wait, you know? but like, but emotionally she's like five ten. <laughs> Stay classy, read it and weep. Uh, all right, uh, Chris, what's your minor compliment? My compliment is that this book taught, at least attempted to teach its readers, a bare modicum of biology from uh-huh. an eighth grader's perspective. Uh-huh. Animal cells are not organized. Plant cells are organized and have cell walls. Now, they didn't get into a lot of differences, like how animal cells, you know, have more energy and move around more. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did talk about sunlight feeling good for plants and salt <laughs> feeling bad for plants. I mean, I'm really going to have that at my disposal in case I ever need to, like, look at a chick's cells under microscope to see if she's a plant or not. I will totally know the giveaway. Yeah. Dead so giveaway. It, that's that's going to be the only giveaway, though. So yeah. you really will have to look under the, that microscope. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the great thing about these fairies, right, is that even though at, at the microscopic level they look just like plants... At the macroscopic level, they look totally human and doable. Yeah, that's right. So every doable vegan that you wind up running into, you're going to have to test. By cutting her? Seeing if she bleeds syrup or real blood? No, you just stick with her for a year and see if she blossoms. (laughs) Right? Instead of cutting her, I would give her a maple syrup tap. (laughs) You would screw a valve like into... (laughs) No, oh, just God. leave it lying around and see if she does it on herself naturally. Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, yeah, just just like have it on, sitting on the couch, and so if she accidentally sits down too fast, she uh, has it. I think I would just try to like take advantage of like plant-like tendencies, you know, just sort of like... like <laughs> so, <laughs> so you'd close you know, one of your blinds and leave the other one open and see if she subtly leans towards the open window? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or just like, I don't know, have some like miracle grow like lying around and see if she like is snorting it. She- yeah. <laughs> Or if she wants to put down roots a little too early. 
Uh, yeah. Wait, you're not Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm not the only baby hater at the moment. Uh, all right, uh, Jenny, that brings it to you. What is your uh, minor compliment? My minor compliment is uh, just I, I love how relatable the character was to all young girls. Uh, each and every one of them. Each and every single one of them. We all, every young girl out there knows what it's like to be perfectly beautiful, never have gotten a zit <laughs> in her life. And then to immediately be chased by two very handsome young men. I mean, I, I just, I, it took me back to when I was 15. I like that. <laughs> and growing a flower out of your back. Growing, growing a, bl- I, we call it blossom. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it so well. I, I was so like in Twilight, it was like she was ugly in her hometown, but she moved to a small town and then she was beautiful. And this is the opposite. It was like she was homeschooled. I so she never found out how hot she was. She, yeah. It was a surprise. Oh, that was another red flag, by the way. Homeschooled oh. until high school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of her decisions can be traced back to the fact that she is encountering other people for the first time. Right. <laughs> All right. What were we talking about again? <laughs> uh, we were talking about Breaking Bad on AMC. <laughs> Check it out, guys. Pretty good show. Uh, that is it for our show. We will be back again next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about three amazing new reality shows that have debuted this month. We're going to be talking about the, the spinoff from Toddlers and Tiaras, Here Comes Honey Boo Boo Child, which is like watching a train wreck. We're going to be watching the CW game show that's based on musical chairs. Yeah, that's a thing. It's called Oh Sit! Because they can't actually swear. Uh, and then also, we're going to be talking about Stars Earn Stripes, the terrible competition show with mediocre celebrities featuring the Iron Dog, Todd Palin, uh, that you saw advertised a lot during the Olympics. So check out that next week. Uh, if you have anything under the sun you want us to read, remember, please go to readdeshweep.com sponsor and pick a topic and get a free t-shirt. Also, if you have any feedback for us, the best place right now is Facebook, facebook.com slash readandweep. Uh, join the discussions there, or you can always send us an email, podcasts at readdeshweep.com. Uh, thank you so much, as always, for being here, as in Chris. Oh, of course. Yeah. And thank you for joining us, Jenny. We finally got you on the show. Thank you. It was fun. Uh, you were uh, you were around, and I told you about our first episodes, and you were still in in your twilight phase. At I the was, time. and yeah, so, so proudly not making f- friends at that time. <laughs> but now, look how far we've come. Uh, we found some gross young adult that we could get you into. Thank you. Thanks for being here. We'll have you back again soon, maybe in the 156 episodes or something. <laughs> All right, that's it, everybody. Goodbye. Pshh.